Hello, dear friends. You're welcome to a new episode on this English podcast. Happy New Year to all of you. This is the first episode of 2022. So um, I just want to wish you a happy new year. I did that before the new year ended, but I think uh, now that we are fully into the year 2022, I just wanted to wish you happy new year again. And I want you to achieve all that you plan to achieve this year. I wish you uh, prosperity, uh, good health, um, fortunes, like we say in China. In China, you have to wish someone uh, fortune. You have to wish someone health, good health, and prosperity. And in China, this year is going to be um, the year of the tiger. The year of the tiger is coming. Chinese New Year is coming. By the end of this month, it will be the beginning of the Chinese New Year. So we are still in very festive mood. Uh, the last time we had an episode was um, on New Year's Eve, and so now we are in 2022. Today is Wednesday, January 19th, and. Today's episode is going to be episode number 179. 179. So, if you are new to this platform, if it is your New Year habit to start listening to a podcast like this one, you're very much welcome on board. And this is your regular host, Teacher D, sitting in from our studios in Shanghai. So. Um, well, we're not really going to start something very new uh, because uh, the new year caught us in the middle of an ongoing series. So we're going to continue with that series. Our ongoing series is on job hunting, and we have already uh, discussed a lot. And we decided to approach this topic of job hunting in three phases. The first phase was. On how to understand uh, job ads, you know, like when you go to websites and you see uh, some positions advertised, how to understand what they mean, what they're looking for, whether the position is suitable for you or not. And then the second phase was on how to to retouch your CV, how to uh, you know update your CV to suit particular job that you're trying to apply for and now we are into the third phase which is actually preparing to answer typical interview questions um, every interview is different um, you cannot predict all the questions that you will be asked in an interview all interviews are different depending on the context depending on the country uh, what kind of job it is what kind of interview it is what kind of people and sometimes even the medium of communication is important if it's a telephone interview or a face-to-face -face interview uh, you know all that is um, important to in the kind of questions that they ask but what we are doing in this part of the series is we are looking at some standard you know typical interview questions that always come up in most interviews that you go um, 
one way or the other, they're going to ask you to talk about these kind of questions that we are discussing in this part of the series. Um, so the, the, the first typical question that we discussed that was in the last episode was um, the tell me about yourself question, which I said was not really a question because it's more like asking, um, you know, you, it's an affirmative sentence tell me about yourself and in the last episode we discussed what that really means and what you're expected to say we we discussed uh, if you missed that episode I would strongly recommend that you just roll back go to the previous episode and you can listen to how we approach that particular topic and so that you will be better prepared to get into today's episode. Uh, and that's general advice I always give to people who are uh, new to this platform. Uh, it's always good to roll back a little bit and listen to three or four past episodes and then you will be able to understand how uh, everything works on this podcast platform and then you can catch up. So. I'm talking about today's content. Uh, we're going to look at another typical question that usually comes up in interviews. And this question is divided into two dimensions. What is the question? The question is, what are your strengths and weaknesses? What are your strengths and weaknesses? So I said the question is divided into two dimensions because we're talking about strengths and weaknesses. So those two keywords, strengths and weaknesses. So sometimes they ask you in an interview to talk about your strengths and weaknesses. And so um, what you want to, to, to know, what you want to ask yourself is what are strengths? And what are weaknesses? Though the first thing is to understand what those two keywords mean. What is a strength? A strength is a noun coming from the adjective strong. For those who don't understand that word, I'm going to spell it for you. S-T-R-E-N-G-H-G-T-H. Strength. Strength. You can write it down. So that next time you hear it, you will be, you know, you will easily recognize the word. So it's strength. It's hard to pronounce for beginners. S-T-R-E-N-G-T-H. Strength. Strength. And I said it's a noun form of the adjective strong. When you say you're strong, it, um, he's very strong in math, for example. He's very strong in chemistry. He's very strong in biology. Okay. So if I then ask you, uh, what are your strengths? You will say, my strength is in biology. My strength is in chemistry. My strength is in math. Right? So something you are very strong at. In other words, something you're very, very good at. Something you're excellent at. That's your strength. It is like your strong point. Something that 
helps you something that you can easily handle you're very good at it and that's where you usually win that's where you usually win that's your strength okay and then the other word is weaknesses weaknesses I'm going to spell that too for those who are beginners weaknesses weak w-e-a-k weak weakness w-e-a-k-n-e-s-s then you add another e-s and it becomes weaknesses because all of this is in the plural so we have strengths there is an s at the end because you can have many of them and then we have weaknesses weaknesses w-e-a-k-n-e-s-s-e-s that's weaknesses you can have many weaknesses and you can have many strengths so that was just to get you to understand the key vocabulary the two words that make up that question what are your strengths and what are your weaknesses so your weaknesses are your your weak points you know your weaknesses are the things that you usually fail at the things that usually make you fail the things that bring you um, the things that make you weak the things that make you unable to accomplish something that's your weakness that's your weakness so now that you understand the two words you should start thinking now what are my weaknesses and this is the difficult part because um, it is easier to see another person's weaknesses than to see your own weaknesses it is easier to see another person's strengths than to see your own strengths this is where um, it becomes very difficult because if I ask you uh, what's your mom's weakness you know your mom's weakness you can say my mom's weakness is that she easily cries my mom's weakness is that she likes to yell my mom's weakness is that she easily gets angry my mom's weakness is that she easily falls asleep my mom you know you can easily see other people's weaknesses and strengths but the problem here is you are talking about yourself you're not talking about another person you're talking about yourself it's like you are judging yourself you're judging yourself and you know it's very difficult to judge yourself why because something that something that other people see in you as a weakness maybe you yourself you don't know that it's a weakness you probably even think it's a strength but other people see it as a weakness and in the same light something you consider as your strength maybe other people don't see it as a strength maybe other people see it as a weakness so this makes it very very complex when someone especially someone who is going to be your employer someone who's going to be your boss if that person asks you to talk about your strengths and weaknesses 
it becomes a very challenging thing to do because first you may not know what they are, what those strengths are, what those weaknesses are. And secondly, you're you're wondering, is this what they want to hear? Is this something that they want to hear? Is this something that's going to sound okay for them? Or this is something that they totally don't want, especially for a job like this one I am applying for. So, so you're, you're caught in this mix of, first of all, understanding what your strengths and weaknesses are, and at the same time, trying to pick which ones you think are suitable um, for the context, you know, and then, and then communicating them correctly to uh, the interviewer. So it, it, it's sometimes a very difficult question. It's a, it's a very difficult question. And... Uh, the first thing you have to note here is the strength and the weakness. Um, it has to be something related to the job, to the position you are, you intend to get. So, if you're talking about your strength, maybe your strength is that you are very, you're very optimistic. You're a very positive person. You like to look at the bright side of things. You always believe that everything will be okay. Now, that's true. That's a strength. That's something good about your personality. But now you need to think, how good is that thing or how related is that quality to the position that you you want to, to get? If you find that it has nothing to do with that position, then you see, well, it's a strength, but not a useful strength for that position. So you get what I'm saying? It's, you, you could have a strength, but that strength is not that useful for the particular position you want to take in a company. So you have to, first of all, identify your strengths and weaknesses. And then among all of that lot, you need to pick out the ones that are very useful and related to the kind of job that you're looking for. So um, I think the best way to go about this is to try to list, make a short list of um, some examples, common examples of strengths and weaknesses. You know, so with those examples, you can easily when I give you, I'm probably going to give you five strengths and five weaknesses. And then from those ones, you can see that some of them that you have are probably not on the short list or some of them on that short list are actually the strengths or weaknesses that you have. And then from there, you can develop more. Okay. So first, we're going to write down five strengths. I mentioned the first one, optimistic. You're a very optimistic person, which means you're very, you're very positive in your thinking. You believe that something will be a success. You believe that something will be okay. You look at the bright side of things. You're a very optimistic person. Okay, and if you like, you can take the opposite of that word, which is pessimistic. You can be a very pessimistic person. Pessimistic person 
is somebody who believes that things will go wrong. Somebody who sees the bad side of things. Somebody who thinks uh, there will be a failure. Negative thinking, if you like that. Negative thinking. So that's you're pessimistic. That's a weakness. If you're optimistic, that's a strength. Okay. Um, another one we can say hardworking. You're a very hardworking person. Another word for that is diligent. You can be a very hardworking or diligent person. That means you, you know, you can work extra hours. You can make sure you get the job done. You, you're very hardworking. You're serious, right? And you're dynamic. You can take on any task. Okay, that's a hardworking person. Which is a strength. That's a strength. Um, many companies need that. Many jobs, many positions need that quality. And what the opposite of that is lazy. I don't really think somebody wants to say that. If you're trying to get a job and you say your weakness is that you're lazy, oh, oh, oh. you see that you're sort of shooting yourself in the foot. Okay, we go to the third one. The third one you can say. I am a detail, details-oriented person. Okay, details-oriented person. That's also a good one. Details-oriented. What does that mean? It means you pay attention to details. You pay attention to details. You can easily see that this line is not very straight. You can easily see that these figures don't match. You can easily see that this angle does not really, uh, is not in the right position. You can see that this color is not right. You pay attention to details. And that's an important strength in some kind of positions. Maybe where you have to do with finances, uh, you need to be that kind of person. Uh, where you have to deal with things like design, design, statistics, you have to be that kind of person. So, people who, are, who pay attention to details, that's a strength too. That's a strength. Um, then, negligent will be a bad one. Negligent. If you're a negligent person, it means sometimes you just let things go, you're a little callous, so something you could have paid attention to, you just let go, you're negligent. You may think that something is not that important and so you just don't care. Uh, you could just leave your computer on, you don't care about turning it off. You could leave some very confidential information on the table. You don't really care about putting it in your drawer and locking it up. You're a negligent person. And that's a bad quality. That's a weakness because it can bring failure to a project. It can bring failure to a team. So that's a bad one. Um, a people-oriented person. This is a recent 
quality that a lot of people use. A people person. You are a people person. A people-oriented person. What does that really mean? A people person. A people-oriented person. It means you're like this kind of guy who is very sociable and can work with people. Can be part of a team. You have that team spirit in you. You can easily connect with people. You can easily get along with people. That's a people person. A people person, or you are sociable, you are easygoing, you easily get along with other people. Now that's a strength, especially in companies where you have to work in teams.、Um, you have to go out and do projects in teams. You have to collaborate with other、uh, teams and so on. And in some companies, you have to face, you have to face customers. You have to talk to customers every day. You have to hold conferences. You have to sell something. You have to pitch. You have to explain details to people. If you are not a people person, you will not fit in that kind of position. So, by saying that you are a people person, you are trying to say you are the right person for that kind of job. Okay. And then on the other side, you will have. Someone who is a lone wolf. There is、uh, an expression in English. We say somebody is a lone wolf. A lone wolf. You know, like the animal, the wolf. The wolf. They usually, they usually work in a group. They are usually a pack of them. A pack of them, like ten, twenty. Whether they're going out hunting or they're going to attack some 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 other animal,、uh, it's they're usually in a pack, a pack of wolves. Now someone says he is a lone wolf. It's like somebody who likes to work alone. Somebody who likes to do things alone. This person likes to be isolated from others and just do things their own way. That's a kind of a lone wolf, and it's generally considered as a weakness, as a negative character trait. So that could be like the opposite of a people-oriented person, a people person, somebody who goes towards the people, wants to be part of a team, but there's someone who likes to be a lone wolf. Another expression to talk about this is going solo. Somebody who likes to go solo. It means go alone, to be alone in whatever you're doing. Some people actually believe that when they work alone, they work best. And you may be surprised to know that in some jobs, actually, they want people who can work alone. They want people who can work alone. So in that kind of job, being this kind of person, a lone wolf who can work alone, you—that's a strength instead. That's a strength, not a weakness. But in a company where they need people to work in teams and face the crowd and talk to people, then that becomes a negative.、Um, it becomes a weakness. So you see, like I said, it's very complex because something that you consider to be a strength can be seen by your employer as a weakness, and vice versa. Something you consider as a weakness, maybe your employer is seeing it as a strength. So you really have to pick these elements very, very carefully. You have to pick them、um, in in a way that they don't compromise the position. You need to know the position you want to 
to, 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 to get in the company. You need to know that position well and what kind of personality they need for that position. That's why we did the first part of this series, which was like trying to understand what is needed in the position and so on, because now you need to put that into uh, good use. Okay, and then another strong point, another strong point which a lot of um, employers like to hear is that you can handle stress. That's a strength. You can handle stress. I can work under stress. Can handle stress. Mm. A lot of companies want to hear that. Why? Because a lot of companies have these very stressful moments. They have the moments when business is not good, maybe um, uh, the product is not selling well, or they're changing customers, they're opening another branch, uh, they have to lay off staff and so on. So there's a lot of stress in the company, especially recently with the pandemic, the COVID-19 pandemic that we have. And a lot of companies went through this kind of uh, stressful moment. And in that kind of time, what kind of people do you need? You need employees who can work under stress. Employees who can handle stress. What does that mean? It means, for example, you can work and then at the end of the month you don't get paid. But you're still able to, you know, to go into the next month and work without really complaining. Or you you may be required to do the job of two persons. You know, in addition to your job, you're required to work, you know, for two, what two other employees could have been doing because maybe they've been called up uh, to other duties and things like that. So can you work under stress? Can you work under stress? There are some people who just cannot handle stress. If you can handle stress, that is a strong point. That is a strength. So that's also another thing that you, you can say. Um, then, on the other hand, um, you have somebody who is slow. Slow thinker. A slow thinker. A slow thinker is somebody, uh, it's actually the opposite of a fast learner. You know, slow learner and fast learner. If you're a fast learner, this can be a strength. And if you're a slow learner, this is usually a weakness. A slow learner is somebody who takes a long time to understand something new. So if a new product is introduced in the company, or there's a new software that needs to be used, there is a new, um, a uh, new line of work that you need to engage in. It takes a long time for this person to to understand what is supposed to be done. That's a slow thinker, a slow learner, and it's a negative. Right? It's a weakness. It doesn't bring a lot of progress. The opposite of that is somebody who is a quick thinker, a fast learner, and can handle stress. So you arrive company in the morning and they say Jack is not coming in today okay boom. you can think fast and know that okay since Jack is not here today 
I can cover for him. And what does Jack usually do? Jack usually operates uh, this machine. So in five minutes, I can learn how to do Jack's work and take over Jack's work in addition to my own work. That is somebody who can handle stress and can learn fast. So you see, I've been trying to explain some five pairs of strengths and weaknesses so that you can have an idea of what kind of things we mean when we say your strengths and your weaknesses. Let me just repeat them. We have, you can be an, op an optimistic person or a pessimistic person. You could be hardworking, diligent, or a lazy person. You could be details oriented, negligent. You could be a people person or a lone wolf, or you could handle stress and you can be a fast think thinker or you are a slow thinker. These are some examples. I'm not saying that these examples apply to you, but from these examples, you can build your own list. The thing you have to do is to come up with your own list. Get a piece of paper, write down your strengths and your weaknesses. And dear friends, I'm going to tell you a secret. If you don't know, the best thing to do is ask somebody who knows you. That's it clever way to really objectively know your strengths and your weaknesses. Ask somebody who knows you, somebody who has worked with you, somebody who has known you for some time. And don't ask your mom because moms will tell you the best things about you, but sometimes they're not really true. Don't ask your mom, don't ask your dad. Ask someone who knows you but not your mom, not your sister, not your brother. Just ask somebody who knows you. Could be your teacher at school, could be a friend, classmate, not your best friend, could be classmate and they will tell you what to do. This is a typical interview question you need to know how to answer before you show up at any interview. And with that, we're going to come to the end of this episode today because that's a lot to digest and think about. Um, prepare your list of strengths and weaknesses and you can actually send them to me by email as you usually do so that we can discuss them in the next episode. I'll be looking forward to your suggestions and like I said, some people have strengths and weaknesses but they don't really know whether these are strengths or weaknesses. So that opens up to a discussion topic. You can send in something you have which you think is a strength or you're not sure about or you think it's a weakness but you're not sure about and we can collectively talk about these uh, contributions that you're going to send in by email or you post them in the comment section of this podcast page. Dear friends, that's it for today's episode. This is your regular host teacher D signing off and I'll see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful day. See you. Goodbye. Thank you.